Hi, everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where even after 14 hours in the car together, yes, we are all still speaking to each other. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I am Miriam L. Wallach, General Manager here at the Nachum Siegel Network, and you can find me here right after Allison and right before Nachum's live lunch. And, of course, I am alluding to our trip back and forth to Pittsburgh we went to Pittsburgh on Tuesday. We were back last night commemorating the first yard site of the massacre at the Tree of Life Synagogue, which was the greatest massacre of Jews in American history. Um, the mainstream media made sure to mark October 27th, as that was the date on the Gregorian calendar, the English calendar of the date of the massacre. We, however, as you know, take the Jewish perspective. And so we went for the Yortzeit. And the Yortzeit will be this Shabbat that's in two days from now, Parshat Vayera. And um, we went on Tuesday. And as I mentioned, came back last night. And we want to thank everyone in Pittsburgh. Of course, the Butler family, Nina Butler, and um, the entire Butler family for their, not only not only their great hospitality, but certainly... Nina Butler was our quarterback, <laughs> was our uh, team on the ground before we got there. She is a, a force of nature, but I think she also represents Pittsburgh really, really well in terms of what that community is truly about. I need to thank Kathy Samuels and everyone at the JCC. They were they bent over backwards to do whatever they could. I mean, there's certain things about working with out-of-towners, and of course I say that as the obnoxious New Yorker who believes that New York is the center of the universe, but um, there's just such hospitality and warmth and kindness in that community that, that Kathy and everyone at the JCC exemplified. So we truly thank them and the entire greater community of Pittsburgh for welcoming us back one year later. We missed Rabbi Wasserman. Um, but he is out of town. But um, we look forward to hearing great things from Rabbi Wasserman and his family and continued connections to the Pittsburgh community. Um, but yes, on a personal level, not only did were, were we blown away again um, by just how amazing Pittsburgh is, but then on a lighter note, um, Yoni and I are still working together this morning. So, uh, hey, Yoni. It's only because I'm contractually obligated. Ah. Am I speaking to you? By 5 p.m. today, I'll probably not speak to you for, for the weekend. And That's funny because I was, I was waiting till 2. <laughs> You're, <laughs> till two. Okay. Yeah. You're going till 5. That's if, really nice. If I have my wish, it might be earlier. But you know. I figured we're going to finish the live lunch at 1. Mm-hmm. We'll wrap some some stuff up around 2, you know, till 2. Right. End of the week things. So yeah, and then I'll pretend like I don't know up. you. That's, that's and be cool. done. All right. The feeling is mutual. Guys. I know. I know. I know. You know, it, it's it is um, it's a blessing that we all, thank God, get along. It's also a blessing that we all have separate lives mm-hmm. <laughs> and are able to get a break from each other. In different areas of New York. Exactly. Exactly. Somebody actually, um, I don't know if you were at the table at that moment, but when we had lunch with somebody earlier this week, he asked me if there were any new hires. And I said, listen, hiring somebody to work at the Nachum Siegel Network is a complicated uh, endeavor. Number one, um, it's a crazy life. You have to be of a certain head, you know, a certain mind space, a certain head. Yeah, I could speak to that. Exactly. Because yeah. you're just nutty like, like, like we are here. Mm-hmm. You have to be ready to get in a car for 14 hours or you have to be ready to be up at 4 o'clock in the morning in order to be at a job at 5 a.m. Right. Exactly. 
So this is not for everybody. But also, on top of that is the fact that we need a certain personality to work with us. Right, also. Yeah, so we're all working together in the same space, and we all share ideas and thoughts, and I know when you're in a bad mood, you know when I'm in a bad mood. All of those things are, are truths and certainly add or detract from the workday, but thank God this team works together really well. And so not only do I feel lucky to work with the two of you, but I also feel lucky that even mm-hmm. after the day that was the last, shall we say, 36 hours, um, I still want to work with you. Maybe, I think that's a blessing. Yeah, maybe more of a live lunch topic. But like, I, I wonder if like you would have guessed you know, in our initial interview yeah, when you're, like that I would have been that game player. Oh, forget it. For the first six months you worked here, there's right. no way I thought you were that person. Right, exactly. Six months, honey, not six weeks. No, yeah, I'll take it. Right. But, um, still here. But, to- but more than that, not only are you still here, but you make perfect sense. Right. Right. And actually, often, as we know, you're the adult in the room when Nahum and I cannot be trusted to be adults. You say often, I say always, but whatever. Yeah. Right. It depends on the way you look at it. Let's do the fortune cookie. Yoni, did you pick this one? Yes, you did. You know mm-hmm. what that means? It could be great. It could be terrible. It's unfortunate, and I know that already. The really great man is the man who makes everyone else feel great. Oh, that's not bad, I like actually. It. I like it. You, didn't, you did a pretty good job. I like it. The really great man is the one who makes everyone else feel I great. I like it. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a good one. Are we playing these? We got some good numbers. Why do they offer you a second on fortune on the back? We should have played each state lottery on our drive. Oh, mm. that's that would have been good shtick. Yeah. All right. Next trip to Pittsburgh. Uh, let's go through the national holidays. It's International Selfie Day. Cool. Yay. Cool. Great. I think there has to be. Well, I would. Uh, for me, I, I'm not a selfie person. That I'm then that much. You've sent a few. I said some. I said some. Right. But I'm not going to go running around Manhattan taking selfies in order to participate in the day. Right. It's National American Teddy Bear Day. Nice. Sure. It's National Pickle Day. Ooh. Yes, yes, which may mean we are going down the block to Dillers. Oh, I like that idea. Right. Uh, it is, I know, these are some- I think it's just Diller. It is Diller? Going to Dillers? Yeah, I think it's Diller. Oh. Okay, fine. Be that way. Yeah. It's National Spicy Guacamole Day. Cool. Olay. Oh, it's yeah. World Diabetes Day. Okay. Operating Room Nurse Day. Frankly, I think operating room nurses should be celebrated every day. Yeah, I you agree. know that hospitals are run by the nurses. That's that's what I hear. It is a hundred percent true. So. It is one hundred percent true, and it's International Girls Day. Are you on the like the website for it or for which for that a holiday or whatever? However you find it. Um, I I use brownie locks. Oh. Does it say yesterday was World Kindness Day? I don't know. I didn't look up yesterday. Oh, it's not like a. a... Um, I I put it in my lineup. Okay. Okay. Oh, got it. Oh, yeah, yeah, special. I do. Oh, I'm prepared. Who knew? Exactly. I never see the other side of this. Uh, I prepare for my show, show, Yoni. I prepare for my show, but I didn't know it was International Girls Day when I invited my guest right. to join me on the air this week. Is that International Girls, or you know what I mean by that? I I do. All right. What is it? It's just. I I don't know, Yoni. That's a good question. But. Leave it to you to complicate the, the situation world, having to do with the girls. Whole world, just Girls Day, or is it just specifically this just speaks to the whole bigger? This is a good question. Yoni. Yeah, problem that is Yoni. <laughs> exactly. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network, and just this Sunday there was an incredible event that took place in the Five Towns. Not many people know 
that there is a um, there is a club, and just calling it a club is not even giving it enough credit. The Woodmere Fitness Club on Broadway in Woodmere is much more than just a gym. It is actually an opportunity for women in the from community, in the Orthodox community, who would otherwise not feel comfortable being able to, let's say, learn how to strength train or strength train in an environment that actually almost celebrates the fact that they are Orthodox women looking to to change their lives this way, but they are also the sponsors and the um, the founders of the Women of Valor competition. And we're going to hear all about that because Ina Coppell joins us this morning. She's the owner of the Woodmere Fitness Club. Ina, good morning. Hi, how are you? I am well. Thank you so much for joining me. Tell me, Women of Valor happened just the other day on Sunday. Tell me how it went. You know, I'm listening to you describe it, and I already start to get emotional because it, you know, for the coaches and for myself, for the people who have been uh, on the journey with these women, it, it, it was such an important event for us, and everything culminates in that one moment, you know? So it's like we have this emotional buildup for, you know, weeks of their training, and there it was, and we got to see them be, you know, beautiful and proud and strong. And it's, you know, when has there ever been a platform for Jewish women to display athleticism in the sport of strength training? Right. Zero. Zero. And it's it's so, I mean, strength training these days, 2019, though you started earlier than that, is, I don't want to say it's an up-and-coming sport. It certainly has been around forever. But it is certainly an up-and-coming sport for Orthodox women. I mean, in a million years, would you have ever said, you know what, I can totally see a woman in a tichel or a woman in a shaitel and in a skirt and long sleeves and leggings lifting 250 pounds? You know what? Yes, actually. <laughs> the, only question, the only question I had back then was I crazy enough to try it ah. in the five towns. Yeah. Well, you have to be crazy in the five towns to make it work, correct? <laughs> That's absolutely right. Make anything work. It's a, that means that you're really uh, stepping up your game if you can make it in the five towns. Exactly. <laughs> and you certainly make it in the five towns, and you have a cult following, and for good reason. So let's talk for a second about what the strength training program is and what Women of Valor was in specific. Okay, so uh, the strength program is called Starting Strength, and that's actually a nationwide um, uh, uh, certification. And so we are maybe over 100 coaches after 10 years. Like, this isn't the kind of certification you get uh, overnight or over a weekend, so you have to really, you know, work your butt off for years. But anyway, it's, um, we're a Starting Strength affiliate gym. I became a starting strength coach, and I started practicing their method of barbell training, which I realized what I had found was I found the way to get people strong uh, safely. Mm. And I was pretty frustrated that although my fitness studio offered, you know, everything top of the line in its individual type of skill, like, you know, rowing, TRX, kickboxing, you know, we worked our way up to, like, really knowing how to work every system, every class to optimize them. But what about weight training? And how am I going to help people who are with me now for this long and 40 and over and becoming, you know, grandmothers? How am I going to keep them strong as they age? Because I'm in it for the long haul with them. And I found the starting strength method. And um, I opened up a whole dedicated gym. As soon as the space next door to us became available, I'm like, I'm doing this because I had been training people one-on-one and practicing and developing my, you know, my skills and perfecting my skills and realizing, holy cow, 
I can get our grandmothers strong and keep them from breaking their hips and mm. falling. I can keep grandmothers at the Yantif table, at the Shabbos table longer. I've got a way to make sure that our family stays strong together. Right. And I started teaching it to my children, and so I brought it to my gym. And I knew that if it was real, people would take to it. And it certainly you know, is. It really is. It's like when, you, when you're doing this thing, you realize that you've discovered something. Right. And you attach to it immediately because it's an opportunity to work on yourself and to make yourself you know, better, not just stronger. And, and, people didn't, and people don't necessarily appreciate the fact that they can do it. I mean, there are so forget the stigmas and forget the stereotypes of women versus men, etc. Like, even if you're not a person who necessarily has had that upper body strength or was a gymnast or a dancer or whatever it is, like that person too, she too can be part of this program and be successful. Yeah, I would even argue and say that it's not that they can do it, it's that they must do it. Everybody um, everybody who's 45, 50 and over must seek a way to maintain their muscle mass, thereby their bone density. It's not even a matter of just looking great, which you will, right, because you'll lose fat, you'll build more muscle. It's a way of retaining your youth and your independence and your health. And you must seek it out. And I found the right way to do it. And so we were able to give it to grandmothers. And at this meet, we had 67-year-old women with, you know, RA, rheumatoid arthritis, pulling 135-pound deadlift. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So let's discuss specifically, Women of Valor was what? Women of Valor is a deadlift competition. And everybody got three attempts. And uh, there were winners. And winners in the master's category, which is 40 and over, and, you know, women um, for second and third place. And um, the women trained for it for a few weeks. I came up with an idea that I really wanted to give them an opportunity to compete because in most competitions you have to wear a singlet um, or it's, you know, you have to travel for it. It's on Shabbos. And so my women didn't have anywhere to participate in the sport. Now, because they have become athletes of strength, athletes compete right and i wanted them to train hard enough to get to the competition platform so we developed women of valor because we felt you know the name was appropriate we felt that the women if we put them together we make it women only and we give them a comfortable environment and they get to wear what they want they'll be comfortable displaying their skills and it was the most incredible day of my life and how did women what was their entrance fee it was free and they, it but was free. but they, there was something about those skirts. You got to tell everybody about oh, the yes, skirts. Yes, yes, thank you. Okay, so <laughs> the second part of Women of Valor is um, the charitable part. So we always attach a charity component to all of our events because it's a way of getting people together. You know, building the community around something greater than you know just exercise. So we have a relationship with Amuna in particular, uh, with a children's home called Chuzetzara. Mm-hmm. And over the past you know, decade that my business has been open, we do annual events to support them. And so this year, um, Rena, our director of the Girls Club, WFC Girls Club, she decided to dedicate um, a portion, a division of her fitness apparel brand, Front Row Apparel, to donate and match uh, skirts for the girls so that they could have new clothing. So front row apparel, if you bought a skirt, they wouldn't match the donation. And so we would get, you know, we've got, I think she had 250 skirts out of this woman of Mallormeet. So the entry (laughs) key was that you had to buy a skirt um, and we matched the skirt. And it wasn't just there that it stopped. The people who came in, 
um, wanted to give, and it just raised awareness. And, you know, all my women were wearing the skirt. The staff were wearing the skirt. It's a sports skirt that we chose to outfit the girls in. Um, and they should get something new, you know. And Raina was just very passionate about this, and that's why it was a success, you know. Everyone got behind it. And, and it, I wanted to show in particular women in skirts, you know, right. doing modern things. Right. That is an, cool. It is. It's an incredible visual, and it certainly speaks to not only the modern Orthodox mantra that you can be true to your Torah values and you can stay within those Torah values and still participate in life, um, but also it just so shows you know the strength of women that we can go out there and we can do things like this and we can support ourselves and form a community of women that can support each other in. In, in in a realm like this, in a realm of strength training, I mean, people get strength training, you know, there are women's groups for the Amain groups, and there are challah bakes, and there are Tehillim groups, mm-hmm. and all of those things mm-hmm. are amazing. But there are other kinds of groups that can exist as well, and still tr- stay true to that Torah commitment, and this is that. Yeah, I mean, actually, this is really something you're obligated to do. Um, because you have a responsibility to take care of the body you were given. Correct. And uh, when you keep it strong and you keep it healthy and the focus is technique and skill and it's, you know, health-related, I just think it's, you know, a perfect combination and it's something we all should be doing, Um, not just taking exercise, you know, frivolously and right. wasting our time with it. You and know, also, it strong. right, and wives and mothers, I mean, the last thing we do is think about ourselves first. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, the motto in you know the motto in the gym is strength to strength, um, and that really fits nicely with the strength club and what they do for you know the children's homes abroad and and for the greater community. We come together around all sorts of charity events, and they are a heck of a team of women. And I wish you were in that room because it, there was so much cheering going on, you wouldn't believe it. And it was all grandmothers and grandchildren in the audience. It was incredible. They were watching their grandmothers lift. It was just incredible. Amazing. Amazing. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network, and we're joined by Ina Kopel. She is the proprietor of the Woodmere Fitness Club. You can find them. First of all, you gotta, if you're not friends with Ina on Facebook, you must go because and become friends with her. You have to check out all her entire photo album from Sunday. If you want to see Women of Valor in action, okay, and you want to see what this is about. And by the way, women out there, if you're interested and you're in the Five Towns area or outside of the Five Towns area, I mean, you drive for other things. You drive to go out for dinner. You'll drive an hour and change to go to a restaurant or whatever. Drive an hour and change to go get stronger and get healthier. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's really not the craziest thing. It's really not no. the craziest thing. You can yeah. get more information online, but you got to check out and become friends with Ina on Facebook. You're, I assume you're also on Instagram, correct? Yes, yes, and Woodmere Fitness Club is too. Right, and WoodmereFitnessClub.com is the website, correct? Yes, thanks. Fabulous, fabulous. Let's talk about some of the other things that you have going on at the gym because um, I'm so, you know, you talk about your commitment to your clientele and to your community and the fact that you're constantly evolving, both as a trainer and as an owner, and you understand the needs of the community for sure, but you also understand the the, the fact that 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 people who are working out need to constantly change it up. So talk to me for a second about where the, the, the gym was, where the club was 10 years ago and, and how it has evolved to where it is now. 
So 10 years ago, we started off at Studio Ina, um, and it was uh, really just like an off-site location following that we scooped up before the days of the Internet. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, we were, you know, I started off in different studios, and then the following, you know, stayed with me, and I opened up Studio Ina, and we grew Studio, you know, we grew WFC Girls Club from there. We were kickboxing-based. Um, we had some spin. We had like an aerobics floor, you know. Right. Um, we were a different color. It was, uh, you know, it was mostly women's fitness, kickboxing. We still have a lot of the classes we had there because they were really, they were really the most important, the most important and basic. Um, but yeah, it's been a, really an evolution. It really has, from fitness to strength, it, it really changed things. And your team, you've been working with, you work with a number of incredible women. Um, who, incredible. Yeah, who are also dedicated to the community just the same way you are. Like, you're not you're not just going to a place where people work out. People don't get that the Woodmere Fitness Club differs from, let's say, a chain gym um, organization because this one is actually a community. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, first of all, I believe in giving work to women in the community. Um, why would I go outside, right? right? So we help the people that need help. And also we help people get a, a, a jump start on their career. If it's, you know, we have a lot of moms that work for us. And uh, we have a nurse, Moselle is a nurse, and she's a pediatric oncology nurse. She is one of the most incredible humans um, that I know. And her story inspires me. And you can check it out on our website. We have Moselle's story on YouTube. Um, She's an incredible human. Not only does she do everything, including baking, but she also teaches by us. And that was one of her passions. And she's in the community. She's a mom. And she's a nurse. And she also has a passion for CPR. She has a passion for keeping people well. And she got interested in the strength training and fell in love and starting, you know, becoming a coach, the process of becoming a coach. And she's invested in these people. People who work for us are within the community, so they feel a deep responsibility to keeping uh, people healthy and doing the right thing. And not just to and and not to bring back what are challenging memories for everybody in the five towns, but you played an instrumental role in people getting back on their feet after Hurricane Sandy, and uh, and I know you're like either blushing right now or smiling <laughs> nervous. <laughs> Or smiling nervously because you don't want the credit. But just to our listeners out there, you should know. I mean, it's a longer conversation. and We've actually had it on, on the air before. But, yeah. um, but it, you know, it's a, it's a testament to the fact that, you, you know, this network that you've created is able to mobilize when people are in need. And... And I think it's I, I think it's a tribute to you that it's top down that you know the people who work for you and, and the people who attend the Woodmere Fitness Club are all in it because you you impart that that philosophy of we're all in it together you know to everyone who walks in there so you know whether it's a you know a a, a warm greeting by a human being at the door when you come in and, or whatever right. it is, you know, there's that human interaction that you know that there's, that there's something real going on here and it's, and it's really laudable. Yeah. Thank you. We're, we're really proud of this place. Our children go here. It's our home. And you know, it's such a big deal that our job has meaning to us. Mm. You know, yep. if you don't have meaning in your work, 
you know, you're miserable, and I am so grateful, and my team is so grateful that we found something real and that we share in it together and that we make lives better and that our work has a meaning. We're so deeply grateful that we tried to put on as many opportunities for the community within our gym to celebrate that. Woodmere, we know we've got something. Yeah, for sure. WoodmereFitnessClub.com, you can get more information. Ina, just so that people know, men are welcome to what part of the program? Oh, we now started a uh, pro strength program for men in the evenings and on Sundays. And so they can check out our starting strength page on our website. Fabulous. Uh, I, I wish you continued, you know, good work both for you guys and for the community. WoodmereFitnessClub.com. Ina Copel, thank you so much, as always, for joining me. And um, and you, I, look fo- I look forward to seeing you soon. <laughs> You bet. You bet. Thank you. All right. You got it. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. And uh, yeah, our banter will continue in just a few moments at the beginning of the live lunch. Nachum's live lunch starts at 11 a.m. Eastern time. And of course, Throwback Thursday is at 1 p.m. The encore of JM Rewind is at 4 p.m. And the Arab Shabbos show hosted by Mark Zomik begins at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Join more, join Nachum tomorrow morning as he hosts JM and AM. From 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. And at the conclusion of Jamie, they join Naomi for Table for Two, brand new episode from from Kosher Fest. Correct. You'll hear all about Naomi's, uh, you know, comings and goings through Kosher Fest starting tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. And then stay tuned as you enjoy the encore presentation of the Arab Shabbos show at the conclusion of Table for Two. And then the Arab Shabbos music mix brought to you by our friends at Kedem continues just until candlelighting here in the New York area, which is at about 2.15. I'm kidding. It's not 2.15. It's just getting earlier and earlier. Avrami hosts Saturday Night Seagull this Motei Shabbat at 9 p.m. Eastern. Matis hosts JM Sunday, 7 a.m. Eastern time. And... We are concluding today. We're closing today with Harbei Nachas by Simcha Liner off of his brand new album. I happen to absolutely love this song. Continued good work, everybody. Let's stay together. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys.
נתת לי בנים, נתת לי בנות, אני מאוד רוצה מקור לך לראות הרבה נחת Oh, no. 